What's going on, you beautiful human? You're listening to the Spiritual Show podcast from thespiritualroom.co. This podcast is a space where we blend ancient wisdom with new age teachings around spirituality, awakening, quantum physics, astrology, the new earth, and more. Join us for weekly episodes where we dive deep into this truth and expand our consciousness as a collective. Hey, what's going on, you beautiful light being? My name is Danielle Grant, and I'll be your guide on today's spiritual show. Today on the show, we are going to be expanding on our soul contracts conversation. The last three episodes, we were talking about soul contracts from four perspectives. Number one was the contract you have with yourself. Number two was the contract you have with others. Number three is the contract you have with you. Number four is the contract you have with your guides and the angelic realm. And today we're going to be talking about how to end soul contracts, how to know when it is time to end a soul contract, and why you have to end contracts. We've also been receiving so much feedback and questions on this topic, which is amazing, because that is showing us where we are as a collective and our awareness around understanding this wisdom and living in a state of higher consciousness, one that knows about the contracts we are here to have and here to move beyond. And if you have anything that you would like to ask or for me to expand on, head to Instagram at thespiritualroom.co and send us a DM with your questions. We're going to be putting out a follow-up episode answering the questions that you have. So head on over to Instagram and let's connect. And while you're over there there on the IG, screenshot this episode and tag us in your story. We love to feature our community members. All right, let's roll into today's show. This podcast is brought to you by The Spiritual Room. The Spiritual Room is a high-vibe container helping you awaken, deepen, and expand your knowledge of the spiritual self. The Spiritual Room is your space to feel supported as you awaken to your highest self as we navigate the energies towards the new earth, an earth of higher consciousness. Every month, The Spiritual Room hosts free and paid offerings to support your spiritual awakening and ascension journey. Head to www.thespiritualroom.co to check out what they have going on this month. Before we roll into today's episode, I want to remind you that the Spiritual Room app is going to be available to download and enroll in memberships on Saturday, April 16th. So if you're someone who is interested in getting on the wait list to learn more about the Spiritual Room app with the four membership options, which range from free to paid, click the link down below so that you can get your name on the wait list and you can learn all about the membership at the Spiritual Room Before you get into this episode today, if you have not already listened to the previous three episodes, which is Soul Contracts Explained, number one, number two, number three, I encourage you to pause this episode and go back and listen to them. If you have been following along and you've already listened to those episodes, let's dive into this conversation around ending soul contracts, what that looks like, how we do it, and anything that has to do with this topic. So the first thing I want to talk about as we dive into this conversation today is why would you want to end a soul contract? And before I get into soul contract, which we've come to learn to be true, is a contract that we have made with a being, or in some cases, an angelic entity that we make before we come into this physical world. With that being said, there is also a soul programming And I want to just quickly touch base on that in case you have some questions around it. The soul contract is a contract that we have with other people. I also said that we have a soul contract within ourselves. Within that contract of ourself is also an aspect of programming. 
That is not the same thing that we are talking about in this conversation of soul contracts. The soul programming is a conversation for another day, which I will definitely do an episode on. But the soul programming is all about the programs in which live in your Akashic record that allow you to actually live out the desires that you are here to live out. So if you want to think about it um, from the perspective of a belief that you've uh, picked up over time, something that's been imprinted over time, maybe there um, is an experience or trauma that you have picked up over time. Maybe there's a benefit or conflict. Maybe there's an aspect of self-punishment. Um, maybe there's uh, past lives that you get to look at. These are all aspects of programs that we could have. And the programs aren't the same as the contracts. And I wanted to clarify that here because you might be thinking, well, how do I break these contracts of myself within the things that Danielle just talked about? You don't really, because that's actually what you're here to experience are those programs. But soul contracts run parallel to them, and they're actually the thing that allow these programs to manifest themselves. And that is what we're talking about here today. So why would you want to end a soul contract? There's a couple of reasons why you might want to end a soul contract. One of them is you've ascended beyond it. You've learned the lesson to it. You've gotten everything that you needed out of that experience. And so it's time to end that soul contract. Another reason why you might want to send it, you might want to end a soul contract is perhaps the contract that you're in or the experience that you're in is designed to actually get you to make a decision of I'm ready to let this person go. So not necessarily have you realized all of the experiences and growth and lessons that you need to realize within that contract, but ultimately you as a being has ascended to a point where you're like, you know what? This person is no longer part of my life and I no longer want them to be part of my life. And so it's actually more of a boundary driven contract. And that would be another one that you would look at ending. Okay, I've ascended beyond that and I've ascended beyond that and I want to end that. If you're brand new to this conversation of soul contracts, you might have this understanding in your ego and your 3D mind that's thinking, well, that's kind of harsh or like, how do you do that? Or what does that look like? I'm about to get into that in this episode today, but I want to remind you that this idea of ending a soul contract to the human self, to the ego self seems kind of harsh. Like, why would I want to end that contract with that person? And it it immediately wants to go to a place of negativity, but it doesn't have to be like that. Choosing to end a soul contract is a very powerful and liberating and expansive place to be. It doesn't always have to be this like, oh, I have to end this or like this is ruining my life or like it's not what it's like about at all, actually. It's about you recognizing I've either got the lesson and the growth out of it or I'm creating a new boundary and that's what actually what that contact that contract is giving me. So the first thing I want to talk about on this episode today was the idea of why would you want to end a soul contract? It's either that you've created new boundaries for your highest version or two is you've actually learned the lesson, you've got the growth and reminding yourself that contracts can also resurface themselves at different aspects and levels of consciousness. However, this podcast today is going to give you the tools that you need every time that that comes up or in the event that that comes up again. So the second part of this conversation today in how to end a soul contracts is how to know when it is time to end a soul contract, how to know when it is time to end a soul contract. Before I get into the details of this one, I want to remind you, and you've probably heard it in society before that until you really learn the lesson 
that you're here to learn, that lesson will keep repeating itself. When we talk about how to know when it's time to end a soul contract, you will know when it's time to end a soul contract. Because like I just said, it's either because you're ascending beyond your your boundaries into a highest aspect of yourself, or you've learned the lesson, you've learned the experience that you have to have within that contract. So how do you know when it's time to end a soul contract? The honest answer to this is it's a totally singular activity. I can't sit here on the podcast and tell you, hey, this is when it's time to end a soul contract. You ultimately know when it's time to end a soul contract. And if you go to end a soul contract and it's not the right time, guess what? Just like I just said, if you haven't learned the lesson or the contract isn't up, it will resurface itself in your energetic field and your reality so that you can see it. So it will actually come back if you think that you've ended it and you haven't. But how to know when it's time to end a soul contract? The best thing that you can do is ask your soul that question, right? Ask your highest self that question. We've explained over the last few episodes what contracts are and the different kind of contracts that we have. So let's use me as an example. I have a contract with my mother that I've shared from time to time where she was here to offer me great resistance in my life that would allow me to eventually be in a position where I I was ready to take my life and I, I would be in a position of ending up in the psychiatric ward. I had a contract with my mother to put me in those situations in order for me to have the situation in the psychiatric ward, which then allowed me to awaken to the higher information. So how do I know when it's time to ascend that soul contract? You might be thinking, well, how do you get rid of your mom? Well, you don't get rid of your mom. And in, in some cases, some people are actually looking to remove a contract with a family member. I'm speaking it in the sense of this family member is still in my life and I am ascending beyond that specific contract. So how do I know when it's time to end a soul contract? I look at my soul and I ask myself, what part of this contract I've identified of my mother coming into my life and being this person and us making these contracts in the spiritual realm before we came in the physical existence? What part of that contract do I still need to look at? What part of that contract do I know has completed itself? Because when I look at that contract specifically in my life, that contract is over, right? I don't need to hold on to the shame in that experience. I don't need to hold on to that experience. Is a part of my story? Yes. But the emotional attachment that I have to that contract I had no longer needs to be there. And so when I ask myself that question, the, the question, the answer back to it actually is, it is time to end that soul contract because you see the experience for what it is, Danielle, because you have done work in that arena that it has allowed you to ascend beyond it, right? You're listening to this podcast. That's me ascending into this aspect of me owning my spiritual truth, which came from that contract, right? So all of these indicators in my life are now showing me that contract is over. Does my mother go away? Of course she doesn't. But my emotional attachment within my ego mind, within my 3D self, no longer needs to be attached to that contract. That very thing I just shared with you is me ending that contract, which is the next thing I'm going to get into. How do you end contracts? But when we're talking about how to know when it's time to end a soul contract, it's a total inner experience. And so you have to ask yourself, this contract that I'm asking myself that I want to no longer be a part of, or that I believe I've ascended beyond... Is there anything left in here for me to see? Listen to what comes up in your thoughts. Listen to what comes through your intuition. If the answer is no, 
then great. I'm ready to let the soul contract go. And it can be that easy. I'm just ready to let it go. If you hear something along the lines of an emotional attachment or you feel heaviness in your heart, that is a clear indicator you are not ready to end that soul contract until you find the thing that you need to move beyond, right? So in my case, if I asked myself that and I asked, is it time for me to end the soul contract with my mom of this one experience within our lives? And I all of a sudden felt anxiety within my chest. I would know that that's a clear indicator. I am not ready to ascend beyond that soul contract. I still have some sort of emotional attachment within myself. But if I ask that question and I stand in a place of feeling complete centered and grounded within my being, I don't feel any sort of, you know, stress or anxiety triggers coming in. And I genuinely hear myself saying it's time to ascend beyond that soul contract. Then I know it's time to ascend beyond that soul contract. So the question of how to know when it's time to end a soul contract is all done by you exploring what that contract is. And so over the last episodes, like I said, I'm going to repeat this again. I've talked to you about the different contracts that you see in your life with people, whether you have them with them or they're in your life or vice versa or whatever it looks like. Whatever contract you've isolated and identified through this podcast experience, ask yourself this question, write it on paper. Am I ready to end the contract of, and write down whatever it is that you found. Am I ready to end the contract of being in this person's life as their friend? Am I ready to end the contract of thinking I am not good enough? Am I ready to end the contract that I don't believe my angels are there to guide me? All you're really doing and the end the soul contract is such a spiritual language. If we want to really simplify this conversation, what we're really talking about is am I ready to transmute that energy, right? Because contracts, soul contracts and beings are just made of energy. So all you're actually doing is saying, am I ready to transmute that energy? Is the time right? Or is there still more for me to learn is all that you're actually doing. So if you find yourself kind of getting tripped up on soul contracts and like, well, I don't know if this is a contract. I don't know if this isn't. Think of it in energy, right? Am I ready to let this energy in my life go that's causing me resistance? Am I ready to ascend beyond this person that is causing me resistance, right? And then tapping into how your body feels, tapping into what you hear to, through your intuitive self. That's how you're going to know if it is time to ascend. Again, finishing up this specific conversation, if you have not got the full lesson and the growth out of it, and you believe that you have, and you've done the work to end the soul contract, and it still comes back into your reality, that is a clear indicator you have not extracted everything that you needed out of it in order for you to transmute it. Because the only way that we can transmute an experience or energy is if we have extracted everything that our soul needs to fulfill that energy, which allows it to actually transcend, right? When we can totally fill up the thing, the energy that we want to move beyond, and we have got every lesson, everything that we need out of it for our soul contract to ascend, then we will be able to move beyond it. If we haven't, it will resurface or, or, or you'll hear, no, you're not ready, or you'll feel it in your body, right? So this one's really important because we always want to ask everyone else, like, is it time? Well, I don't know if it's time. I have no idea. You're the one that knows it's time. So develop this relationship to yourself in regards to, is it time for me to end this, right? Is it time for me to move away from X? And if you just take that one line, is it time for me to move away from X? That is the same as, is it time for me to end a soul contract? 
The third part about this conversation is how to end a soul contract, right? How to end a soul contract. So I just actually said it could be as easy as asking yourself the question of, am I ready to end this soul contract of X? Listening to what you have going on intuitively, feeling what your body is feeling, tapping into the emotions, you're feeling grounded, you're feeling centered, you're feeling lightness, you're feeling like it's time. You could just declare in that moment. I declare in this moment, I'm releasing that soul contract and I'm so grateful for everything that it was. You always want to kick it back with some gratitude because that will continuously increase the vibrational field in which you live within. So you never kind of want to move away from that. But there are other ways to do this. There is prayer. There's theta healing. There's cord cutting. There's uh, writing things down on paper and burning it. You can basically Google any of this and find all of this online. However, I want to remind you, you do not need to do any of those things in order to break a soul contract. And again, breaking a soul contract is not even saying, I'm done with this person, I don't want nothing to do with it. It's saying, I've ascended beyond this contract, this lesson, this experience, and I'm ready to move into a new one. This idea of I'm breaking a contract or I'm ending a contract, you're just ascending, okay? But the dialogue and the ego around breaking a contract is really hardcore, right? It's like really emotional. If you're in that state and you're like, I'm breaking free of this, then I guarantee you, you haven't learned the lesson in that soul contract. But all of these great tools that we have that you can use all work, cord cutting, theta healing, prayer, um, the burning ceremony, all of these things work in order to close the contract. So if you want to do prayer, right? It's as simple as, you know, to whomever it is that you um, speak towards is, you know, I, I call you upon me now to release any last resistance or energy or resentment or whatever it is towards X, Y, Z. And I'm so grateful for the lessons. I'm so grateful for that person. I'm so grateful for this. And thank you for being here for me, right? You could just as simple as do that. A theta healing. You can actually drop into a theta state and you can get into the subconscious mind and you can do some stuff there. As you hear me talk about that one, that one sounds like more work than just a prayer. But in your ego mind, you want to believe the prayer wouldn't be as effective as the theta healing. They're both as effective. But if you're someone that vibrates more with the idea of theta healing being the thing that allows you to free yourself from all of this, then that's the thing that's going to work for you. If you believe prayer is the thing that's going to work for you, then prayer is the thing that's going to work for you. Now, the other one is cord cutting. If you wanted to do cord cutting, which you you know drop into a meditative state, you visualize the other person in front of you in an energetic state. You go through the exchange of what it is that you want to cut. You want to see that cord between you and that person energetically in your meditative state. You want to see the whole experience in which you've ascended beyond, right? Not in what is wrong with them, but in what you've taken out of it. You are grateful for the experience. And then you visualize yourself cutting the cord, cutting that energetic stream with that person, which would be severing ties to that soul contract. Now, the one thing I want to say about cord cutting is this. Oftentimes people with cord cord cutting have this um, idea that uh, like that person just vanishes from their life. That's not how it works. But I also want you to know that cord cutting is a very intentional energetic experience and can oftentimes put you into an expedited space of, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? An expedited space of new energy because cord cutting is a very intentional space of seeing someone energetically in front of you and choosing to cut an energetic cord with them. So that is probably one of the most powerful ways that we can sever contracts. However, it's also one of the most aggressive ways in which we can sever 
sever contracts or energy with people. And I do encourage cord cutting. I like to do cord cutting. However, in my own personal spiritual journey, I've realized that cord cutting is extremely powerful, not only for me, the person doing it, you, the person doing it, but also for the other person doing it. They're also greatly impacted by that severing of that cord or that attachment energetically. And sometimes the fallout of that is what we don't expect. Whereas if we do things like prayer and theta healing and the burning ceremonies, we're not energetically, intentionally seeing that person in front of us. So the impact isn't as great. And I share that with you not to say don't do cord cutting, but I share that with you to say like, if you're serious about doing cord cutting, make sure that you you're serious about doing that cord cutting, because that other person is going to be greatly impacted by that a lot more than you doing the other three things that I just talked about. So it's for someone who's really grounded in what they're doing, because if you're a little bit off balance in your energy, the cord cutting experience can impact you worse than you actually think, which will actually indicate that there is more things and lessons and, and experiences to learn and grow and ascend into. But I wanted to share that specifically around cord cutting because I know a lot of people have questions on cord cutting, and I'll probably do more episodes on cord cutting. But that is one way to end a soul contract. You know, I could go into a contract, into a meditative contract, a meditative state in my mind. I could visualize my mother in front of me as an energetic being. I could visualize the cord between the two of us and that experience, that contract, right? And I could choose to cut it. I don't feel the need to cut that in this particular experience because I'm able to ascend beyond it just myself. An experience that I have been in where I did use cord cutting is with someone who was no longer in my life. And that's kind of the caveat to cord cutting. Cord cutting is beautiful for people who you are ready to just move completely away from. If you're trying to do cord cutting or uh, ascend soul contracts with people that are still in your life, like for me, my mother then I don't do cord cutting in that arena because I would have to deal with the outcome of that, right? Like I just talked about. But if you're dealing it like I did with a person who was no longer in my life and I was struggling to kind of get rid of um, these last feelings that I had about the energy, I went into it and saw, okay, what do I still need to grow and heal and forgive within right now? And okay, I've done that. So now how can I bring this person into my meditative state and visualize them with the cord attached to me and cut it and sever the tie with that individual? Because I just want to close that energy. I want to close that portal. I want to close that contract off and I'm ready. And so I did it with that person and I energetically saw it and I haven't heard from them since. And that was, you know, that was the intention of it. Like we had already moved apart in our life, but there was still some sort of lingering energy. I looked at it. I asked myself if I was ready. And then I went into a cord cutting experience and I cut the cord and I have no longer had an uh, interaction with that individual. So I've done it two different ways, right? I just told you about how I did one without cord cutting. And I basically just told you that I did one, you know, with a prayer, like, Hey, I, I see that what this experience is with my mom. I'm so grateful. Here I am now I've ascended and wow, this is amazing. Let's let this contract go. We don't have to keep rehashing it. We don't have to keep looking at it. We both healed and moved beyond it, grown beyond it, ascended beyond it. And let's move forward. Right? So that would be a prayer aspect. The other one was a cord cutting with somebody else. The last thing that I said on that one was the burn ceremony. So the other thing that you can do is you can write on a piece of paper. And again, you can go on Google and find all of these things, including at the spiritual room. You can go to our blog and you can read blog posts about burn ceremonies, cord cutting, all of these things. 
And you can learn all the steps to do it. But I want to remind you that all of those steps are great. But ultimately, you actually know what is the best for you. And so you want to try all of these different things I'm talking about at different times where you have the opportunity to end these contracts and see what actually aligns with you. Because sometimes the cord cutting won't align with you. Sometimes burn ceremony will align with you. Sometimes just a prayer and acknowledgement will align with you. You have to find what works best for you. And on that note, if you're consistently trying to find what everyone else is telling you to do without trying it on for size for yourself, you're still living in your 3D self. You're still rooted in your 3D mindset, your ego self. Because there's not a one size fits all. There's a one size fits you. And you have to find what that looks like. So the burn ceremony, the burn ceremony can be you writing on a piece of paper, the contract that you see, the lessons that you learned, the reason why you're ascending beyond it, or the reason why you're ending that contract, and a little gratitude prayer. And then you go to somewhere that's safe, obviously, to burn something. My tip would be to take like a pot, right? A, A pot that you would cook something in, grab your piece of paper and letter and light it on fire. Please be safe, right? Light it on fire and drop it into the pan and watch it burn. In that, you're literally transmuting the energy because you're burning the words that are on the paper, which are also made of energy, which is allowing you to close that contract, which is allowing you to sever the energy from it. So the burn ceremony is a very powerful one as well, similar to the cord cutting, because you're really engaging in some sort of energetic activity, right? The cord cutting, you're visualizing the cord with the burn ceremony, you're, you're engaging in fire, you're creating an energetic reaction. And the previous two, the prayer and the theta healing, they're as well both working in energy, right? Theta healing is as well within the subconscious mind. So there's so many different ways that you can end soul contracts. Again, I would empower you, we are not ending soul contracts, we're ascending beyond the contract, okay? We are ascending beyond it. And the last thing that I want to ground us in on this podcast today, there was one more thing is the, the, the fourth aspect of this, which is the potential energy of ending a soul contract. So we can talk about all this great stuff and we can talk about the soul contracts that we have with other people and other people have with us and our angelic realms and all of this good stuff. We can talk about how it's, you know, oh, I know it's time to end it or I, I still have things to learn. Okay, I'm going to take the actions to actually end the contract like I just talked about. But all of that conversation involves a shift. Anytime that you work in a contract and you bring awareness to it and you observe it and you choose to ascend beyond it, what you're doing is you're working in energy. You're shifting energy. And the byproduct of that in our physical experience, being a human, is what actually occurs when we end contracts. So you could go through a period of grief, experiencing grief. You could go through a period of feeling very light because you have actually transcended that heavier energy that you were holding on to, that contract, right? And you could feel lonely. There's so many things you could feel, but I'm just talking about a couple of them right now. Reminding you that just because you end the contract, it doesn't mean it's all sunshine and rainbows. Sometimes you go through a grieving period because that aspect of you energetically is gone. And your ego self is still trying to understand what the heck is going on, right? So there's that grieving period. The alternative to that is you could feel so light and free and airy and you're like, oh, this is amazing. Like life is so good. That's a super positive one, right? It's a really high vibe. Another one could be lonely. All of a sudden you feel lonely. Depending on what kind of contract you ended, you could feel extremely lonely. Why? Because the ego self is trying to validate where that energy went. And it's emotion that it brings up is the loneliness of the grief, right? 
So having awareness on this and not just thinking because I ended the contract, everything is going to be amazing and my life is going to be perfect. Your next contract, very next contract beyond that, could be for you to go through a grieving period, could be for you to go through an aspect of feeling loneliness, could go through a period of thinking, I'm not good enough all of a sudden after going through an ascension of a soul contract. So these are all things to remember because if I don't tell you this now, you might have this perception that it's like this amazing experience. Listen, it is a very amazing experience, but there's also the reality that we are energetic beings first and foremost. Therefore, when we shift or end contracts, there is all of a sudden a void, so to speak, of energy. And depending on where your other energies are in your life, which is your whole entire life, not just soul contracts, it's your whole entire vibrational field, will determine what your reaction is within the soul contract. And maybe your soul contract, like I said, is to go back into a lower vibrational straight because that's your next contract to have. That's a real thing as well. So this is all about how to send, how to end soul contracts today. Like I said, if you haven't listened to those last three episodes, go back and listen to them. But today's episode was talking about why you would want to end a soul contract because you've either created new boundaries because you've ascended or because you've learned the lesson you're growing. And if you haven't, the second part of this was how to know when it's time to end a soul contract. Well, you got to tap in your soul. You got to drop in your heart center and ask. And if you haven't learned the lesson or you haven't created the boundaries, well, then you'll hear it or you'll find the resistance as you move on to try to get rid of the contract and it still shows up. There's the awareness that, oh, I haven't quite looked at that yet. I haven't got all the lessons. I haven't extracted everything I need in order to make that energy a wholeness to transmute it, to ascend it. And then the third part was how to end a soul contract. So I talked about doing prayer, some theta work, some cord cutting, some burn ceremonies. Again, you can do whatever you want. You just have to find what works for you and become curious about these things I talked about. And then the fourth one there was the reminder that when you move beyond a contract, you're either going to feel the positiveness of it, which is the light and free and just, wow, this is a new space. Or you're going to go to the other side of like, this is lonely, this is grief, it's a, it's lower vibrational energy. Not saying that you haven't shifted the contract, but just saying that's the experience that you're here to have. And it's up to you to identify, am I just in this process right now because I shifted the contract? Or is this actually my new contract that I need to go within? And if you're like, Danielle, how do I know that? Ask yourself the question and then give yourself some space and allow for the answer. Am I feeling this way because I just shifted the soul contract or am I feeling this way because there is still part of that contract I need to look at? Just asking that last line that I just shared with you and giving yourself space to listen to the intuitive self is the the way that you can hear the answer. You're either going to hear right away, you're experiencing this because you just transmuted that or no, there's still more to understand. Before I roll out of today's episode, I wanted to just share one last story from my personal experience that I think will help you. And that is this. One of the contracts that I found myself in was the contract of my body, of my healthy lifestyle. For a long time in my life, actually growing up, I I was an emotional eater and I was always the heavier girl. And as I progressed into my 20s, I tried to um, find ways that I could create a healthy lifestyle for myself. And I always found myself doing diet pills or, you know, doing diets or like doing all these things until I finally started to realize that I needed to create a new habit, a new discipline around this idea of being healthy, like my food, my workout, my all of this. And when I started to do that, I started to shift more and I, you know, I would 
I would lose the weight and then I would actually end up out of it and I would gain the weight again and then I'd end up back in the pattern of the gym and healthy eating and I'd lose the weight and I'd feel good and then I'd end up back into this like place of not having discipline and not eating and not doing these things. When I awoke into this idea of soul contracts, I saw this soul contract very clearly in my life of, okay, you have a contract with yourself right now and actually other people that have come into my life that have tried to help me get onto the path of healthy lifestyle. But this is a contract that you have with yourself. This is a contract that you are here to ascend. And when I started to realize that, I began to look at the contract differently. I began to look at all the reasons why I couldn't make it work before. And I began to look at all the reasons how I could start to make it work. And at the core of that contract was actually nothing other than self-love. And when I started to work more on my self-love and loving myself, it became a lot easier to do the exercise. It became a lot easier to stick to the healthy eating. It became a lot easier to not be an emotional eater. I can't sit here right now and say that I've completely transmuted and transcended this soul contract because there are still parts of me that are moving within the soul contract. But this contract awareness that I have within myself, I'm sharing with you because we often want to think it's everything other than what it is. When I really looked at the contract I had around this and the desire that I had to become a healthier person and to take care of myself because I wanted to be strong and I knew that my body would physically perform better if I ate healthier and took care of it, right? That's how our physical vessels work. When I looked at it like that, and then I looked at what it was that I needed to change, it had nothing to do with the diet or the, or the eating or the workouts. It had everything to do with me. It had everything to do with my self-love. And that's something that I'm still working within. That's a contract I'm still within. And so I'm giving myself space and grace to know that that's the contract that I'm in, right? I see it. I'm very clear around it. And I know that it's a self-love one that I have to work on, which is why I'm always working on it, Right. So when I ask myself the question of, is it time to end the soul contract? When I ask myself that, con that question, is it time to end the soul contract of the healthy eating? Like, have I ascended beyond it? Have I learned all the lessons? The answer I hear right away is no. And that's very true. Like, it's, it's true. I'm not. Like, I'm not ready. I haven't learned all the lessons. There's still parts of me that let that aspect of me not fully ascend. There's still parts of me that wants to be an emotional eater. So I, I haven't fixed that soul contract. It's not that I haven't fixed it. It's an, I haven't realized that soul contract, right? And I'm sharing this with you because I might have been in a rush to end that soul contract when I first saw it. Like, oh, I see it now. It's about self-love. And like, okay, well, I'm going to do this. And I'm going to tell myself that I love myself more. And then, I'll, okay, I'm done with the contract. If I were to have done that, this contract would have kept slapping me in the face. But what actually would have happened is it would have been a lot harder to get the healthy eating and the fitness and just the self-love to the point that I have it now a lot harder because I would have kept saying, oh, I got it. I beat it. I got it. I see the contract and I've ascended it. Instead, I was like, how do I just keep working in this contract? How do I just keep asking myself the questions of like, how am I doing? Like, where am I at in this contract? I'm sharing this with you because once you identify soul contracts, they don't just go away. Like some of them are like really in your face right away. And you're like, Oh, I'm done with that one. Like, okay, it's a contract. Like, let me do the spiritual work to free myself of that, which is everything I just talked about on these podcasts. But the other side of it is some of these are a lot longer to realize. And so you have to understand that and be like, it's okay, you know, and also continue to seek the greater contract within it. Because if I didn't seek the greater contract of the self-love around this, I would still be thinking it was about diet and working out and doing all these things. But it wasn't. It all came down to self-love. And further to that, it actually came down to worthiness, which is the same as self-love. It's the same conversation vibrationally. 
but really helping you see that some contracts are slow, some contracts are fast, some contracts are deeper layers getting you into more contracts within yourself. But asking the questions and creating the relationship with yourself to one, have the awareness of the contracts, and then two, to observe them, like, am I ready for this? Is it time? Like, have I learned everything? And then be willing to listen to the answers. That's what I want you to take out of these podcast episodes. Because knowing all of this information is great. But if you consistently get tripped up in the 3D mindset and the 3D self, the human self around this conversation, none of this will even matter. So think about it for yourself too. Where is maybe a contract that you have that you're trying to run away from or you're like, I just want this to be done now that I see it? And are you really ready to be done or is there actually another layer below it that you need to see that's part of your contract? And again, I can't, I can't sit here and say like, yes or no, it's totally up to you. And, and that relationship and that conversation only comes from you deepening this aspect of yourself. But I wanted to share that with you today because I've shared some about my mom. I've shared some about other things like you listening to the podcast as a soul contract, right? You are here for a reason. Is it time to end the contract? I don't know. At some point you might be like, yeah, Danielle, I'm done listening to your podcast episodes. Okay, well, great. And then you leave, you feel great. You're like, I'm good without Danielle. I mean, I, that's like, that would be perfect for me because you've ascended beyond it, right? Or you're here for a couple of years, maybe 10, 20 years, who knows? Maybe you're here for the rest of your lifetime in this particular lifetime for the soul contract, right? They don't always have to end. They don't always have to end. And sometimes they have layers. And I could honestly just keep talking about podcasts on this subject because it's so expansive, but I don't want to. So I'm just trying to give you as much information as I possibly can over these last four episodes. Are we going to keep talking about it? Most likely. But again, just helping you see that like they're everywhere in your life and they're deeper than you think. And you're the one that has full control to explore them. I'm just giving you the information on how to explore them, how to get rid of them, not get rid of them, how to transmute them, right? And um, it's ultimately up to you to take this information and do something with it beyond what you learn. And on that note, as I close out this episode, if you have any questions on this topic or subject or any ahas or anything that you want to share, head over to Instagram at thespiritualroom.co, send us a DM and let us know what your questions are. Let us know what your feedback is. And I'm sharing this with you because 1% of people are actually going to take action on this offer right now, where I'm saying, hey, let me know what you got going on so I can answer it on the podcast for you. 1% of people. If you're the 99% of people who want to ask the question and don't, I encourage you to just lean into that feeling and know that you are being guided to answer the question and it is totally safe and you are supported and to just reach out to us or email us or whatever you got to do. Let us know your questions so that we can continue to help you to expand. That is all that we ask of you here at the spiritual room. And that opportunity is open and that invitation is available for everyone. Thanks for joining me for today's show. On the next episode, we are going to be answering your questions on soul contracts. If you have not listened to the previous three episodes, go back and listen to those or head over to Instagram at the spiritual and let us know your questions. And while you're there, join the community. Say what's up. Also reminding you that the Spiritual Room app launch is going to be on April 16th. So if you do not have your name on the list, click the link in the show notes to get your name on the app waitlist. And if you want to know anything else about what's going on at the Spiritual Room, click the other link in the show notes that is going to get you onto the Spiritual Room communication email and keep you up to date with everything that we have going on at the Spiritual Room. 
If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to help support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. To catch all the latest from us, you can follow us on Instagram at thespiritualroom.co and over on the blog at thespiritualroom.co forward slash blog. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.